Back streets, back. All right. right. <laughs> Melanie's was, back. I'm back. That was how I wanted to open this podcast. I didn't tell Megan that beforehand. I just did it. And I love she it. She caught on. I didn't know anything was planned. I just hit record. Nothing was planned. I just oh really God. wanted to say that. Oh, it's so loud. Guys, sorry. I'm back, which means we're going to be loud again. Really which sorry about back. it. Um, but did yeah. Did you see I changed my background? I did. You showed me, and when you get notifications, it's like only my face. Yeah, that that's shows. true. And it moves. <laughs> It's really cute. That is really cute. I, I changed that my background weekend. to a picture of, sorry, Claire, but I changed it to me and Kelly and Caitlin and Melanie. Our squad, our trip squad. Anyways, person. we're going to talk about, I think we're going to have a lot to talk about our topic today, so we're going to talk about our tweets. Yes. Okay. Real quick. My first tweet is, well, okay, let me just get them all out of the way right now. One mm-hmm. of them I'm not going to like read because it's not a thing you can read, but I just think everyone should know that Timothy Chalamet photobombed Margot Robbie on the red carpet at the Oscars, and it was mm. the cutest fucking thing ever. And someone tweeted something like, Margot Robbie is all of us looking at Timothy Chalamet, except that he looks like he's about to teach us a workout routine. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, can everybody leave Timothy Chalamet's outfit alone? He never does anything wrong, and he's unproblematic and weird as fuck, and we need to respect him. And if he wants to wear a tracksuit to the Oscars, <laughs> he can so get off his dick. Okay, anyways, that was my miniature rant slash share about that. So if you haven't seen that, you should look it up. Secondly, um, my tweet is from at DXXNYA, um, and it's, I asked him if we could get a dog, and he said German Shepherd or Golden Retriever. Oh, so you're like white, white, <laughs> which I think is really funny. And true. Um, my first one is from Hey Sarah Sweeney, and I'm going on vacation next week, so this one just really resonated with me. I spoke to you. Um... And she said, it's fun getting room service. I just love eating a $19 hamburger at a desk in front of a mirror. <laughs> and I like, Holy I sent shit. it to my mom and she was like, yeah. Yeah, correct. <laughs> uh, that sounds ideal. <laughs> um, and then the second one is uh, from I'm, ooh, I'm a two of brush. I'm, I'm a two, toothbrush. I'm a toothbrush. I'm a toothbrush. Anyways, her tweet is, there is no such thing as a beginner dance class in New York City. And that one is very funny to my theater friends and also uh, brought back some PTSD. Um, <laughs> and I, I another one that just truly resonated with me, <laughs> especially because Caitlin and I have been trying to go to this dance class in LA. And she was like, I think we can go to intermediate advanced because that's like the only time that we can go to. And I was like, um... <laughs> You were like, ma'am, maybe you can. I was like, mm, <laughs> not for me. Heels and that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. Music. Music. Okay. Shoot, I wasn't ready. This is another one that you have time because okay, I have okay, a lot go. to say. I have a lot of music to share. Um, I'm just going to run through this real quick. Me and your ghost, Black Bear, a bop. Love it. Mac Miller's entire new album. I just, I don't, I mean, if you're a fan of Mac Miller, if you're not, especially because this was obviously like a posthumous or whatever, however you say that word, album release. I literally just sat down for an hour and listened to it the whole way through. And it, in like a weird way, was a perfect way for me to kind of like celebrate his life and his legacy getting really serious. I know, but I freaking love Mm. that. He was like the soundtrack to my teenage years. Um, So yeah, definitely give that album a listen. My favorite ones on that one are Good News. And I also love That's On Me and... Uh, woods oh my god circles love them all so mm-hmm. definitely check it out blue world oh my god so good um outside of that blinding lights by the weekend we talked about this yes. on saturday every time Freaking. it plays everyone around is like what song is this or, that, oh my god i love this song. that song should be the opening song for like 
a spy or an action movie and I stand by that the next time you listen to it picture that in your brain also heartless by the weekend really good <laughs> um what else you should be sad Halsey also Halsey's new album in general I liked a lot more than I thought I would specifically finally slash beautiful stranger I hate everybody and 3am which has like a fun like two early 2000s Avril Lavigne vibe to it check it out um hate to say it but good and goodbye by Madison Beer also I love, love. the past in the past weeks I've been like oh, shoot I have two songs and you're like going through your whole <laughs> playlist this is all from the last podcast like the people in their Should car I, like, I can't look them up like, I'm gonna... go back and Shit, listen what to did this. I just remove from uh, like songs <laughs> um Megan actually said this last week but which is hilarious because I was gonna say it if I was on here physical by Dua Lipa oh my god I think I'm gonna add it to like my list of songs I could listen to anytime and will never get sick of oh my freaking god I love that song so much no judgment Niall Horan is great intentions Justin Bieber delivering us the content we wanted with his first single fucking finally thank you Justin you are redeemed um and then I I honestly I have more but I'm gonna leave it at that except for I just listened to because I love you by Lizzo, the actual song, not the we album. We can release, like, a post on Instagram like Obama does at the end of the year with, like, the songs <laughs> from this week. We should, uh, yeah, we should just make a playlist or something, but Cause I Love You, Ooh. Lizzo, is just, ooh, bitch. I'm um, late to the party on that, but anyways, that's my music, most of it. But Cause I Love You album as a whole, Heaven Help Me specifically, Oh, chef's kiss. I love Lizzo. I don't know how anyone doesn't like Lizzo. It makes no sense to me. I agree with She's that. just, like, all about good vibes. Um... The song I've been listening to the most, I would say, is Genesis by Dua Lipa, although that is old and it has been a favorite song of mine for years. Mm-hmm. But since we're just throwing it all at you. Yeah. Give them your whole. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Yola. Um, yeah. Hurt Somebody by Noah Can and Julie Michaels. Jason Song by Ariana Grande. Audrey Hi. Mika just released a question mark EP. Oh, um, Caitlin Deaver is releasing a single tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. So it's already out. Yes. So it's already out when you're listening to this. Um, Go off. So go listen to her. Um, Self-Aware Bitch by Anna Sophia, North by Claro, Home to You by Secret, My Hands by Jack Gray, Swimming in Your Feelings by Haven. I love zero of these artists. (laughs) I gotta expand my palette. I'm like Justin Bieber, Niall Horan, Black Bear, Mac Miller. I have intentions. Oh, and then No Shame by Five Sauce. I have intentions and No no Shame. That's one of my other ones I didn't say. Um, But if I had to choose two, I'm gonna say Genesis by Dua because she's always holding it down and Heard Somebody by Noah and Julia are really good. And and go listen to Caitlyn's song. Um... (laughs) And Justin Bieber's new whole ass album is dropping on Friday, I believe. Oh. So by the time you listen to this, that'll be out too. Lots to be listened to. And 15-year-old me wants a comeback. He came back really hard in like 2015. That sounded weird. That was a weird sentence. But uh, he dropped a fire album in 2015 and I'm ready for this 2020 redemption. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, so our topic this week is... Social media. Can this car shut up? I know. Yes, it is social media. Something that we chose because Melanie and I have both been, like, dealing a lot is not the correct phrase, but dealing a lot with it lately. Um, Mm -hmm. We've both been taking breaks. Like, fully deleting apps off our phones. Yeah, not fully deleting the account. Don't get too ahead of yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's a lot. I... 
love, I, I feel like I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but how I use Instagram is kind of a scrapbook. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think I would ever delete my actual account because I like seeing all the memes. I agree. I would never delete mine. You could just put it on private and like remove yeah. people you don't want <laughs> to if you wanted everyone. to. <laughs> I mean, I've removed followers before. Oh, yes, absolutely. You know? Um, you gotta do what you gotta do. But so yeah, Melanie and I don't, well, I have Twitter and I have Facebook right now because like, what are you doing on the, yeah. like Facebook? Facebook is not... It's not much going on, not and Twitter is just kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I deleted Snapchat and Instagram. I haven't had them for like a month. A little well, at the end of this week, I think I won't have. I will not have had them for a month. Yeah. Um, and I'm downloading them again on Saturday. So once you guys are listening to this, I'll be back. <laughs> um, the plan is to re-download it on Saturday because um, I'm going on vacation, so I want to post some fun, like, yeah. grand picks, and it was a nice, like, deadline for me. Mm-hmm. We'll see, though, if I want to keep it. Yeah. Thoughts, Mel? I So I've been... You said that you were doing that, and I was like, mm-hmm. I've really been wanting to do that, so I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. But I deleted Twitter and Instagram and kept Snapchat, because I don't spend much time on Snapchat, but I do use it a lot to, like, connect with my friends that don't live in the same place as me. So I wanted to keep that for that reason. Um, and I would say I had them deleted for like a, a little over a week. Um, and then I went somewhere where I wanted them. So I redownloaded Instagram and then I redeleted it. And then I redownloaded it a couple days ago because I wanted to be able to post on our socials and stuff. But I'm mm-hmm. after we record tonight, I'm deleting it again. So I have all three right now. I have Twitter back and Instagram and still Snapchat, obviously. But I'm going to delete both once we're done today. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I kind of just, I've been trying to make this move since like last summer Mm -hmm. and always for some reason was like, oh, I can't do it. And I don't know why I thought I couldn't do it because I deleted Instagram and it was like, yeah, for the first two or three days, like I would almost muscle memory, like go to click on it. But then it was just like, okay, Mm -hmm. I missed literally nothing. It doesn't, it didn't take out any of my enjoyment of my day. Like if anything, I wasted less time. I've read two books in the last couple weeks, like, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is obviously also a choice that I've made to put more time into that time that I would have been spending on social media into reading. I have, however, picked up a minor TikTok addiction, which is upsetting. Um, (laughs) But overall, I have really enjoyed not having access to it because Instagram specifically for me, I, I have to know myself and my mental health well enough to know that Instagram makes me like feel bad about myself so often. Like I never go on Instagram in a good mood and remain in a good mood. That's fair. You know? It's just like, it constantly, I find myself doing a lot of comparison and it just makes me feel bad. Like, especially if I'm having a bad day and I go on Instagram, it's just worse. Yeah. So it's been kind of refreshing. Twitter, I just enjoy, but I spend too much time on it. So that's why I deleted that one. Um, I'm trying to look up, which is why I'm on my phone. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it, but... Mm -hmm. Um, you mentioned how you like kind of impulsively would go to Instagram. And so summer 2018, I worked at, I was a counselor at a summer camp and it was a sleepaway camp. So like we didn't have our phones. Um, campers didn't have their phones at all for the two weeks to two to like eight weeks that they were there. Mm -hmm. Um, and counselors had our phones like in a staff lounge. So you could only use them on time off, which was usually only like once a week or like for like a few minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like sporadically throughout the week or whatever. But during our tweak, our training week, I remember the like head of the camp who does a lot of like parenting studies and um, things like that. She's a mom herself and obviously runs this camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
said that it takes something like eight days before you stop um, like feeling like feeling the phantom like buzzes and like reaching for your phone and things like that yeah and I think that's probably what it was our training week was uh like a week and a half and by the end of it I like didn't really care to see my phone Mm -hmm. um or like care what was going on because it was kind of like well (laughs) yeah yeah you know you can't so you right exactly um but so that is an interesting thing because I think it takes like any other addiction it literally is a habit and addiction Mm -hmm. and so yeah it takes time to break so I understand if you decide, or, you know, whoever's listening to this, if you've ever decided to take a break, or if you are deciding to take a break after this, like, know that it takes, like, a couple seconds yeah, <laughs> to get into that. Because I yeah. definitely, the first time I picked up my phone, like, went to tap where it was, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's It's gone. so weird how it, <laughs> yeah, it becomes such a mindless habit, like, doing that thing where you click on Instagram and then mm-hmm. you exit out and then immediately click back into Instagram and you're like, wait, what the fuck? I was just here. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so odd how we've programmed ourselves to, like, be linked into... LinkedIn, LOL. That's a different social media. <laughs> Didn't like, that hooked one. <laughs> into this platform. And I feel like it's Instagram specifically for a lot of people. Like, no mm-hmm. one's ever, like, oh, I go in and out of Snapchat 98 times a day. Like, yes, Snapchat, but there's not as much content on there and you can't there's not like there's an explore page like you can watch stuff on there but you can put six hours straight into instagram if you really wanted to i've mm-hmm. never done that but i'm sure <laughs> i've put three or more whatever um but yeah i highly recommend if you haven't taken a break from social media before yeah do it for like a week or two like just delete it impulse delete it yeah like right obviously write it's down your password and info and stuff yeah but i really thought And I was stopped, like, holding back from doing this for so long. Again, I've been wanting to do this for probably almost a year at this point. And I bought this book in the fall and started reading it, which you should all also buy. It's called How to Break Up with Your Phone. I can't remember who Mm -hmm. wrote it. Um, But it's a really cute book. It's short. And the first half is, like, all information about, like, why phones can be really damaging to our memory, to our social skills, um, and to a bunch of other things, which is helpful information to know. And then the second half is sort of, like, a four-week plan to help you break up with your phone quote unquote but then learn how to create more of a healthy relationship with it if that makes sense which it's kind of like anything else like everything's fine in moderation but right our generation specifically has is attached to the hip at our phones and it's so weird it's so odd because 15 years ago that just wasn't a thing mm-hmm. at all um yeah we i mean i didn't have a phone 15 years ago yeah we were probably um, too young so. yeah I, um, so the reason I ended up deleting mine, because I had never taken a social media break besides, like, I feel like there was one point, like, when we were in high school, maybe, or even middle school, where it was, like, trendy to, like, delete your Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and so, besides that, which, like, was me doing that for, what, maybe a week, like, maybe a month, and, Mm -hmm. like, what is that really changing? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I guess maybe more then than it would now, but I'd never taken a social media break, And I had seen something on Instagram that I was just like, ugh, I don't want to be seeing this. And I'm pretty good with social media. Like, I wouldn't say I have a bad relationship with it. Um, But I just, I just saw this thing and I was like, I, like, don't need to be seeing this. And I guess I could, like, remove this person. But, like, Mm -hmm. that seems, for me, that seems dramatic. Yeah. And I don't need to do that. And also, 
Yeah, exactly. And it had just gotten to a point for me where it was like, well, I don't want to be seeing this. I don't want to block them. And also, like, I literally wake up and I open Instagram. And then mm-hmm. as I get ready, I have I keep checking Instagram. And at work, when I'm bored, I check Instagram. And then I come home and I check Instagram and Snapchat, whatever else. And those were the ones that I always found myself on. Um, and so I deleted both of those. One, because I realized I was on specifically Instagram all the time, but also Snapchat. And um primarily deleted Snapchat because I could also see those stories and like posts and things like that that just made me like that maybe were just things I didn't want to see yeah um and even though I think I have a good relationship with social media at this point in my life um because I have such bad FOMO there are totally times where I like see people on the snap app which is weird um I'm on the snap app though people like pointing that out to me they were like where'd you go I was like I deleted it (laughs) Oh my but, god, um, people asked you that? Yeah. Who was checking in on your ass that <laughs> yeah, much? I think more people check snap maps than um one would think. But anyways. Fuck, I need to get um, myself off of that. I just, I uh, it, it's just a platform where I could see things that I maybe wouldn't want to, or uh, yeah, maybe wouldn't want to see it and get some of that FOMO, which is the last kind of bit that I need to like reconcile with social media because for a long time I cared about likes and I cared about like what my Instagram feed looked like because that's mm-hmm. what everyone else says you're supposed to care about. Yep. And I got to a point, I think junior year of college, um, I don't know what it was, but I just remember going home. I like took a weekend to go home um, from school. Like something, I think I was like upset about something. So I went home and whatever it was, I was just like, fuck it. Like, who cares? Like, these flowers are pretty, so I'm going to post them, and I'm only going to get, like, 150 likes on them, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's low for me, right? Yeah. Um, But, like, who cares? And that's kind of when I started using it as more of a scrapbook. Yeah. But even then, I know that I have my limitations with it, even though I don't necessarily care about likes mm-hmm. or what color scheme is on my feed or whatever, right? It's like... It's always good to take a step back from something when I realize that I'm spending hours on it. Um, Maybe not in a day because I set time limits, but like in a week. But I always (laughs) ignore my time limits. Oh boy. Um, That's a pro tip too though. Set time limits because even if you ignore them, it makes you conscious of how much time you're spending. And oftentimes I literally am just like too lazy to type in my password again. I'm like, you know what? I should go do something else. So they kind of help. It It makes you put your password in? Yeah. Mine doesn't. What? I can literally just click, like, ignore for another 15 minutes with such ease. Oh, no. Mine's... You can say, like, ignore for 15 an hour the rest of the day, but you have to put in your password. What the frickity hell? I have to look into mine because that is not how mine... Weird. ...does it. And it's so easy to just skip it. I'm like, it's just one button. No, literally. It's it's easy for me to... However, my mm-hmm. phone does it, too, but it's just a little bit of a hassle, and it, it and takes it enough you, time to yeah. where I'm, like... I, I don't need to this. be on Instagram for another hour. I could go read. I could go watch TV. Yeah. I could go outside. <laughs> I totally get that. Um, yeah, I think... But so I think everyone has different reasons for needing to take a social media break, right? I totally agree. And I'm sort of the same as you where it's like, I, especially after graduating, got to this point where I was like, I don't care about this anymore. Yeah. And that was a weird. big part too. Maybe you've noticed this as well, like post-graduation, my like average number of likes and whatever mm-hmm. has gone down significantly anyway, even though I have the same number of, fo- well, actually that's not true. Um, but Probably have more. 
No, I, oh, okay. I probably have less because I unfollowed a lot. Of, oh, I unfollowed okay, like okay. three or four hundred people. Probably. See, I definitely have more followers than I did like a year ago, but my likes have definitely gone down. But yeah. I also noticed like before I graduated, I saw like people who graduated before their numbers there's have gone down. down. Yeah, I know. So I kind too. of expected it. So there's that for you. And if that doesn't make you stop giving a shit about likes, because yeah. you're like, I'm posting the same content, but whatever for whatever reason, yeah. it's not. That was when I realized like, oh, this is literal asinine. Yes, yeah. like it's fake. It's just yeah. not even a real thing. So I've gotten to the same point as you where I'm like, I'm going to post whatever I feel like posting on here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to caption it whatever I want. I keep up an aesthetic merely because I like having an aesthetic. Right. Like I personally just enjoy that um, because I'm a very aesthetic person. Right. See, and like for, for me, part. of course it looks nice, but it stresses me out to curate that for me more than I like how it looks. Yeah. So, like, either way, if you're, like, Mel and you like that more, Mm -hmm. go for it. Yeah, I've stopped doing it to the point of, like, not posting things because it doesn't fit the aesthetic. I don't give a fuck about that anymore. Um, But I like when it's all kind of matching and it's just copying, pasting my edits on Visco, so it doesn't bother (laughs) me that much. Um, But, yeah, my posting has gone down and in general just because I'm, like, I'm getting to this point and I had this conversation with my mom of, like, why do I feel the need to share every mundane detail of my life with people? Mm-hmm. Like so many times I've gone to like post a story on Instagram or a tweet or a Snapchat and been like, who fucking cares? <laughs> like who cares? I don't care. I yeah. wouldn't care if I read this about someone else's life and I just back out of it all together. And I'm like, what is this weird need we have to like overshare on our lives and over be overly invested in other people's. And that's another reason why I deleted it. Cause I was like, watching people's stories and it was just like my mind was so disengaged from yeah. it like it's just one thing after another and it's nothing sticks with me nothing resonates like I'm not so 99% of the time not seeing content of like the 15 people I actually care about right. it's like the thousand four hundred other people I follow that I like but like they're not my best friends like I don't need yeah. to know what they're doing on their day-to-day I think that's lives. part of what I learned too well first of all before I deleted the app I actually unfollowed a bunch of people when I was in Seattle Clare and I like went through people who don't follow us back mm-hmm. and I unfollowed a bunch of those people who I haven't talked to who you know don't follow me and I yeah. also unfollowed like basically every celebrity that I followed because I I would sit there and I'd be like, oh, shoot, but I really like Hannah Brown. And Clary was like, yeah, but do you, like, need to see what she's doing all the time? And I was like, you're right. But so that's something I've kind of realized where, like, a lot of times things would happen in my life and I'd go straight to Instagram or, like, Finsta to, like, post something about it Mm -hmm. um, because I thought it was funny or whatever. And it usually is funny. (laughs) But, um, But without having that option that I usually have for the past few weeks, I'll go to Twitter and I'm, like, typing out the tweet and it just takes a little bit longer on Twitter for some reason. Like, mm-hmm. on Finsta, it was just, like, a quick snap and, like, a, you know, you have to be yeah. a little more coherent on Twitter to get engagement. Yeah. And it was just... Or if it was a picture, right? Like, I mm-hmm. I'd post a lot of pictures on Instagram and Snapchat, but posting a picture on Twitter is so much more intentional. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I've just had those moments where I've been like, do I need to share this? Like, yeah, sure, I look cute in this photo, but, like... First of all, I'm totally going to do a photo dump when I go back on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and so, watch out for those 10 slides. But second of all, like, people don't necessarily need to see all of this, right? No. Like, they don't need to see 10 swipes of me at sorority recruitment. They don't need to see 10 stories of me at sorority recruitment or, like, me going out or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I ended up bringing that back a little bit, too. Because I felt like I was going good. a little crazy on Finsta lately. Not with, yeah. like, complaining stuff, just with, like, 
pointless stuff about my life that like who cares i get that i totally do the like, same why do thing I share it i do the same thing and i feel like i i was saying to my mom like why do i feel like other people have the right to know what i'm doing all the time mm-hmm. like they they don't unless you're like close friends with me or even my mom because my mom would be like my mom and I got into this argument a while back and I like mm-hmm. unshared my location with her and like removed I want just I needed like a break from her me and my mom a very complicated relationship which I'm not going to get into in this social media related podcast <laughs> but so I removed her from like my Instagram story like I just muted her from it or whatever mm-hmm. and then I unshared my location and she was like I have a right to know what you're doing and where you are and I was like no you fucking don't like mm-hmm. nobody does especially I'm like a at grown, your age, yeah. yeah like I'm a grown ass person and I can share what I want with who I want when I want to and for some reason social media has trained us to think that like we have to share everything all the time Mm -hmm. like we should and we should want to but it's like really why like why do you need to know that I'm at a bar yeah why do you need to know that I'm at Chapman why do you need to know that I'm here or there like it's just weird I think another thing too is people feel like if they don't post about something whether it just be, like, that they went to the beach or whether it be, like, a promotion, like, some accomplishment. They mm-hmm. feel like it didn't happen. Yeah. And I feel like almost posting less makes you kind of, like, it's kind of cliche, but, like, that mysterious figure, right? If you mm-hmm. post, like, once in a while and you post about what's going on at work or you post about, you know, whatever. Like, the big post that comes around whenever yeah. it comes around. People, I feel like, are more inclined to be, like, oh, like, another po-, You know, like, if you're posting, at, like, yeah. every hour or whatever... I don't know. That kind of gets back into likes or whatever. But I feel like that whole thing of like, oh, it didn't happen if I didn't post about it kind of comes from like celebrity culture where like Mm -hmm. things are reported on if there's, uh, you know, if someone wins an award before social media even, right? Like the important things got front page. The important things were in the newspaper. And I feel like that's kind of how it's translated to social media where it's like... Mm -hmm. You know, the newspaper isn't going to post about me going to the beach, but, like, look how cute. Here I get to post about me going to the beach. Yeah, exactly. You mean the newspaper's not going to post but, um, about I feel my like day-to-day life? Almost posting less makes people more interested. because the they're like, not going to post. <laughs> <laughs> we're so fucking uneducated. Not well, uneducated, not. but we're not um, well-versed in the world of newspapers because... I read the LA Times every morning. Do you but, really? Well, for work. Oh, okay. But, um... <laughs> I, I kind of like the feel of them. Anyways. Yeah, no. Irrelevant. I, I agree. Just uh, an anecdote, but I feel like posting less makes you more interesting just because if you're posting about what you're doing at every hour of every day, people are like, oh, well, they're just, God, like, Megan posted again. Like, tapping through it, right? And those people are the worst. Right. Aren't they? And, like, also, if you want to post that much, sure, go ahead. But, like, also, like, maybe also consider. Maybe don't, yeah. Yeah. Like, sure, okay, but no. You don't, you don't need to be, like, if you're, I've found that I've been a lot more present in, like, what I've been doing without Instagram, without sharing everything right, Mm -hmm. because the only purpose of me is to, like, be in the present. Yeah, it's so weird. It's, like, I'm at brunch, and we, we all do this, and I'm not going to pretend that I don't do this, but it's, like, I'm at brunch with one person, but I need everybody to know about it. Yeah. Why? Why? Like, why does it matter? Yeah. It's so weird. I Frida and I went out to uh, brunch together this weekend, and the, there was this... I assume they were a couple. I can't confirm or deny, and I'll tell you why. They were sitting at the table next to us, and when we got there, I noticed that the girl was just kind of sitting at the table, like, staring off at his face, and the mm-hmm. guy was literally hunched over on his phone. And so I thought, okay, at some point, he'll be off the phone, like, whatever. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. We were there for over an hour, mm-hmm. and they were there the entire time. 
he I don't think they spoke one word to each other. I hate that. I really don't. I think he was on his phone the entire time. And I think eventually she just kind of gave up and went on her phone. Mm-hmm. It was, it legitimately like broke my heart yeah. in a weird way. Because Frida and I obviously are both chatty as fuck <laughs> and best friends. So we weren't on our phones at any point. And if we yeah. were on our phones, it's because we were showing each other something that we were mm-hmm. talking about. So I was like, how weird that we've put connecting to what people are doing somewhere else that we're not even with over connecting with the person that's sitting right in front of us. Like, why mm-hmm. would that ever be the case? Like, who in your phone, that whose stuff you're looking at, and, and so often it's strangers too, especially if you're on like Twitter or TikTok or whatever mm-hmm. it is, why are they more important to you than the person that you probably actually know in real life very well that's sitting in front right. of you? It's so weird. And even, like, at home, too, like what I said before, there are just probably, like, other things that you want to be doing that you could be doing, right? Yeah. Um, And not to say, I'm, I don't think you are either. I'm, like, not a person who's, like, there are pitchforks, like, social media is bad and, like, ruining the youth. Um, I kind of am that person, like, a little bit. I'm a moderate of that person. We'll call it. I'm, I'm, um... I'm not that way. I think you definitely need to have the tools to, like, handle social media well. And I think oh, a lot sure. of teens, yeah. and especially, like, middle school and elementary schoolers, God forbid, mm-hmm. like, don't have those tools. Um, and I think I've only recently gained those tools. However, um, I know that I would not know a lot of things if it weren't for social media. And I've made plenty. Yeah. I know people think this is odd, but I've made plenty of friends that I talk to, like, every day on Twitter. And I've talked to them for close to a decade now which is nuts mm-hmm. um so i've met plenty of people i've learned tons of things i've been exposed to so much more than i would have otherwise definitely um so finding those good things in social media too right like i get my workouts from instagram mm-hmm. i like learn a lot about the news basically yeah. i get all my news from twitter yeah, i was gonna say that's like the hardest part for me about not having like twitter or those mm-hmm. things is not 100% knowing what's going on as much in the world because I don't like watching mm-hmm. the news on TV because mm-hmm. it's all sensationalized bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like you can kind of... Because Twitter can be crazy, but you can kind of garner your own... You can you can get the general facts yeah, about yeah, yeah. something exactly. from Twitter without getting, There's like... There's, like, opinions and also news people right. on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I totally think social media in its you know, raw form Mm -hmm. is a positive thing. Mm -hmm. I think it does help you stay connected to people that you're not necessarily right next to. I think we've turned it into something, the problem with it being that we've turned it into something where we're more interested in connecting with social media and what's happening on social media than we are with the people around us. And I think it should be like something that's used hand in hand, if that makes sense. Like it it shouldn't be more important than face-to-face human connection not that I think anyone is intentionally making it that way, but I think it's kind of grown into a place where we put so much value into social media and likes and the validation that we get mm-hmm. from, you know, a thousand, five hundred strangers that follow me on Instagram. But it's like, those people, so many of those people don't really know me for who I am. They mm-hmm. don't know, you know, my character. They don't know my morals. They don't know what I care about. They don't know what makes me laugh. They don't know what makes me cry. Like, they don't know me as a person. Mm-hmm. Why do I care about getting validation from them? Over right. if, I mean, again, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago, but you, sh- you don't need validation from anybody. But why do I care about validation from them over, like, my 15 to 20, like, or 30, whatever is close people in my life, family, yeah. friends, mentors, who actually know me. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I think um, if you're... The first step for you 
is probably not, if you've never taken a break from social media, is probably not deleting everything. Yeah. Um, because that can be a lot. If you feel comfortable doing it, absolutely go for it. Because I am truly at a point where I'm like, yeah, I'm re-downloading them on Saturday. But kind of, I only want to post photos of me and I don't really care about anyone else. I, and that um, is liberating as fuck. Super. Um, and so, um, but you know, so try that. But I feel like the first step is truly uh, get, just... Starting to have a good relationship with social media again. If you really care about likes and you're, like, staying up late at night about, like, the colors on your feed not matching, right? Or just right? putting, like, like, an hour of your day into that even. Right. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but... But, like, maybe put those time limits on. Yeah, but like, don't do that. start kind of asking yourself why. Like, I think that's when it clicked with me. It was like, well, why do I use Instagram? Why do I like it? So I can look back on memories. So I can just yeah. have these pictures of my friends forever. So I can see what I was doing these months, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that doesn't... None of that matter. It doesn't matter how many people are liking it then, right? Yeah. If no. it's for myself. So just starting to get a good relationship with it. And maybe once you have a good relationship with it, if you notice you're still using it a lot, like I was, um, just take a, take a, take a break, take a break, even if it's a day, even if it's, it's a week, right? It's weirdly, like, it's very, very freeing mm-hmm. because you want to reach for it. And then it's kind of like, even if you did it for a week, you have to just sit there and be like, okay, I have to rewire my brain yeah. to do something else during this time. Ooh, the other thing that I found is that um when I watch anything tv movies um like the bachelor last last night yeah last night (laughs) um I am I feel like everyone you watch movies with someone at home and people are always on their phones yes and I know that I hate when I I was decided to watch a movie with someone last night and I was actively trying to put my phone down I hate when I watch a movie with someone and we're just on our phones the whole time. And, like, Nick, if you're listening to this, I know you took my phone away when we watched Gone Girl the other day, so sorry. Because, um, obviously, even with Twitter, I was still on it. But that's a huge pet peeve for me that I know I do as well. And I've noticed I've been doing it less, even if I've still been doing it. Yeah. Um, but so even on those moments where it's, like, you are doing something else, you decided to watch a movie or a TV show or whatever, it's, like, you're still on your phone and you're still distracted and you're yeah. not really consuming that art form whatever it is you're watching it's so bizarre i was noticing that so much last night Mm -hmm. and i kept trying to like put my phone down when i noticed it because i wasn't on it that much to begin with but i was looking around and i was like oh everyone on this couch is on their phone and yet we're all sitting here watching and i feel like bachelor's a little different just because it's such a social thing like everyone on twitter talks about it but But it's not like we were talking to each other you know but you miss things then right and it's like and it, it is weird you know what my pet peeve is I hate when I get in the elevator in my building and Mm -hmm. every freaking person is on their phone. Oh, that's like an anxiety thing for me. I just don't like... I know, but that's the thing. I've started to quite literally force myself to put my phone away and Mm -hmm. not look at it in the elevator because I'm like, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like, get over it, Melanie. Why Mm -hmm. is this awkward? You can't be in this elevator for 15 seconds with these people without looking Mm -hmm. at your phone to like diffuse it. You don't have to talk to them. Mm -hmm. It's kind of different when it's like you and one other person, but... I've started just literally forcing myself to do that Mm -hmm. because it's like, why are you so uncomfortable with this? In the 90s, specifically, like people weren't, people got in elevators Uh and they just stood in peaceful silence in (laughs) elevators. Like that's what you do. Your elevator pitch. Yeah, it's my elevator pitch, yes. I don't know. It's so weird. So I've like, especially when I was still at Chapman and I'd get in line at Starbucks or something, I would literally put my phone away and just be like, no. Mm -hmm. Because I would look up and every person was on their phone Mm -hmm. and it's like, 
are we on our phones all the time? Like, why can't we do anything? Yeah. Just in the moment. Like, we yeah. have, we need, it's weird because social media creates this need for, like, constant entertainment. Yeah. And I've noticed that about myself. Like, I have a very addictive personality, which is why I don't do drugs or smoke cigarettes because I can't because I know myself well enough to know that I'll be addicted. So I have the same issue with social media where, like, even when I'm off social media, it's like, okay, Netflix has to be on. Like, I need mm-hmm. something. My brain always has to be doing two things. Mm-hmm. And that is psycho, Melanie. Like, relax. <laughs> Take a minute. You can sit in silence and, like, do your makeup in the morning without watching Netflix while you do it. Like... I feel like so my thing, weird. too, with having, um, like, I watch YouTube in the morning when I'm getting ready. I feel like my thing with that, though, is because I, there's so much content to consume with everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, the only time I'm ever going to watch YouTube is when I'm getting ready. Like That's fair. Or, like, because, oh, my God, people who say they finish shows in, like, a day, I'm like, what? Me. When did you have the time to? I, like, don't, I, so I, that's, I guess, um, like, as an explanation not for the elevator thing, but for the other things. It's, like, I have those things on because I'm, like, well, I want to listen to this podcast. And, like, I don't know what else I'm going to listen to. Well, I think a podcast is kind of different. I don't or, know. Or, like, I, I, like, listen to podcasts on the way to work. There's um, nothing wrong with any of it. It's more just, like, I got to this place where I started realizing I couldn't do literally any task without mm-hmm. having something else to focus yeah, on, yeah. too. And I was, like, that's absurd like that my is biggest, truly just absurd one of my like small what's the thing you know like little joys small joys whatever like that some of you listening to this are gonna know exactly what i'm talking about it's that guy who has the like small joys. small joys anyways like small <laughs> joys like toast if you really i don't like toast but <laughs> you don't like i like toast um toast is fine it's not <laughs> I a don't small know why joy I said for that. me like i was upset it's not a small joy for me um, but like a small joy for me is, um, is like being outside, even when I walk outside of my office building and I notice when I'm not on my phone, I'm like, I notice like the smell of the air and like the sounds. Oh, and, like, I am a hundred percent. Just the, garbage. just the feel, you know, mm-hmm. that's one of my small joys or like another small joy is like my lights that I have up here. I think they're so pretty at night. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a small joy of mine. It's like those things that, that you kind of overlook, but just make you so like warm and fuzzy and happy. I like that. I love when I can stand inside when it's raining and there's a fire. Yes. Small joy. I actually totally agree with that. One of my favorite like parts of my day. Like things that don't cost money. Yes. One of my favorite parts of my day, two of my favorite parts, I guess I'll say, is one is the first, like, breath of fresh air I take. Like, the, mm-hmm. the first step I'm outside and I smell the air and it just it just hits me. I don't know. It makes me so happy every day. It gives me, like, a, it makes my heart flutter. And then also just I love sitting listening to music while I drive to work mm-hmm. and back home from work. I've realized that if I didn't live in LA, I would low-key be depressed. Like, if I lived in New York uh-huh. because the best part of my freaking day is driving to and from work because I get to listen to my music mm. and, like, sing so freaking loud. And if That's I couldn't, true, you couldn't do, do that... that subway. Yeah, I Well, well could, I could. But... <laughs> People do, but it would be super annoying. Um, and I realized, okay, so this is, like, a non-negotiable Mm-hmm. thing for me as far as like my general happiness levels is I need to be able to like spend time in a day mm-hmm. singing I also love driving so I'm weird that's I love that, driving too that must be why I like LA and so many people don't like LA because I'm like I'll sit in my car for 30 minutes like 
I'm trying to say. That's, that's literally how I feel about it, too. I'm like, no, I'll drive. Yeah, I, I don't mind at all. <laughs> or, like, um, I drove Erica, um, my little, to this thing, Downey, the other day, which is, like, an hour away. Downey. And I was like, oh, it'll be an hour drive back alone. Perfect. <laughs> like, Hell yes. Yeah. I know. I'm like, okay, let me do my vocal warm-ups really um, quick. Here we go. It's about to be a concert in this car. But, um... The, I mean, kind of off topic from social media, but like <laughs> kind of helpful too is like find those small joys that don't cost money that are things that you typically overlook, but like make you happy. Yeah. Um, I am such a summer child, so I'm so excited for summer and like me the too. beach and me too. Oh I'm excited God. for my vacation so I can pretend like it's summer. And I'm jealous. I want to go. All of that. Um, because those things I found in the times that I would probably be on like Instagram while I was walking out of my office building when I had it, mm-hmm. it was so nice like leaving work today just being like this is so nice it like, is I love LA yeah I and I think that if you take a break from social media or even if you just actively try to you know spend less time on it without deleting it or anything mm-hmm. one of the biggest pieces of pieces of advice I can give about that is like go buy a book or go to the library or something like get a book you've really been wanting to read mm-hmm. and at night and or in the mornings or whenever like the times where you normally be on social media mm-hmm. for like a chunk of a considerable chunk of time like just read the book yeah it's so weird but like it has such a calming effect mm-hmm. and i really want to do a podcast about reading and books and all that's on our list that. um but i i freaking love books and i was when i was a little kid i was such a big reader and i stopped reading as i got older because you know when you go to high school and like they ruin reading for you and then you go to college and you're like i never want to read anything ever again you like don't have time yeah you don't have time and then social media kind of came around for us during that phase of like high school into college is when it really Mm -hmm. became big um but i've been so happy with like just the amount of reading i've been doing in the last couple of weeks and it makes me feel so much better Mm -hmm. like just a more positive feeling you know like oh i just sat and read a book for an hour versus Mm -hmm. I just sat on Instagram for an hour. Like, the way I feel about myself and my productivity is even, like, yeah. different. I am... Um, this is kind of different, but made me think of it. I was reading Cosmo today, and um, the editor was saying... Was, like... It was a spread about, like, her day or whatever. And she was saying how when she goes to bed, she watches, like, half of a movie. And so she has to wake up in time to watch the last half in the morning. And that's how she, like, wakes herself up. It's oh like, God. if she doesn't wake up an hour early, she's not going to be able to finish the movie, right? right? Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> Wait, I just thought so that was funny. funny. But that it is was really like, funny. oh, what a different thing to do than, like, waking up and, like, groggily scrolling through Instagram. Yeah. And, like, I want to break that habit so bad. Um, I think perhaps I'm going to try once I re-download it. Because now I don't have an urge. Like, I wake up and I see if I have any texts and then I kind of, like, roll out of bed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to not. Yeah that I'm also realizing that. this is beyond just social media but like i've tried to leave my phone home a few days um like like one day at a time kind of because mm-hmm. that's an even bigger thing and there's always this anxiety about like oh my god like but what if something happens what if there's an emergency what if someone needs to contact me or whatever and i think i had a little bit of that with social media where it was like what if i need to mm-hmm. less dire things of course but it was like <laughs> what if someone sends me something and i miss it or if there's like yeah. an invite and it, you know things like that mm-hmm. um and realizing like how often though is there like a crisis that you need your phone for right like how yeah. often is there something on social media that you cannot miss or I, that you yeah. cannot wait to post about and mm-hmm. so it's it's also very freeing to leave your phone at home or just turn it off if you can't leave it at home. 
I should do that. I that's it's that fun. weird like attachment anxiety that I get when I forget my phone somewhere and mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> so just turn it off because then you still have yeah, it. That's true. That's really true. I, yeah, I don't know. I always try to think about it when I'm, you know, trying to separate from my phone. I think about it in terms of like, what did they do in like 1983? <laughs> did they worry okay. about that? Were they actively worried when they left their house that like a crisis was going to happen and no one could reach them? Like, no. This is like so, a weird fear and anxiety. I'm like, oh, God, what did they do before phones? And then I'm like, well, they, like, they like, read. They watch movies, whatever. And then I'm like, oh, my God, but, like, before movies and books, like, these poor fucking people. Like, like, what do they do? I don't know how, when books were invented. Do you have any idea? <laughs> like, I mean, like, I feel like books have been around ago. for, like, a good minute. Like, there was the Bible, right? It, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure people were, like, writing and painting and telling stories verbally and whatnot. Right, totally. And you know what? Way, way before the arts, they were, like, in survival mode, you know, maybe they were hunting and gathering Truly. and like making like I don't know tents and carving meat people, and shit. Do you think like the Neanderthals knew themselves better because they had so much time to think? They had like a lot of reflection didn't, but time. But didn't they not have like as complex of a ability to think? Yeah, but like I haven't studied them. Who knows? Like, I mean, they probably knew like I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm horny. I think we're not giving know. them enough credit. I think True. they had so much reflection time compared to our... But it's not <laughs> encouraging to me that Neanderthal, the term, has become like a synonym with like, oh, you're such a fucking Neanderthal. Like, it, it's not encouraging to me that that's where our, our language has taken us. So maybe, I, I'm maybe not... I, my expectations short. aren't that high. <laughs> maybe um, for maybe they don't old, deserve that. Maybe they don't. Have we been not giving the Neanderthals enough credit all this time? Have we been really bigoted towards them? I think we should learn a little bit more about Neanderthals. We're going to do some research on Neanderthals and come back to social media. (laughs) That's what I'm doing with my time. I'm going to actually go back and learn some more. Okay, so our final thoughts on this. This is like kind of a lofty one. I know. I feel like I really talked through a lot of what I wanted to say. Um, Just to sum it up, I would say I highly recommend a break every now and then. I definitely think even though I'm re-downloading... I will want to take a longer step back, you yeah. know, throughout time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and when I when you're on social media, even if you're not deleting it, be conscious about how much time you're spending on it, if it's something you actually want to be doing or if you're just bored, mm-hmm. um, and making sure you have a healthy relationship with it because you can have a healthy relationship with it, but do you? Yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I would say... Yeah, kind of going off that. I think taking a break is really healthy. I think it's kind of fun and I think it's empowering if you haven't done it before to Mm -hmm. know that you can do it. I think that's also kind of one of the first keys of cutting the cord with social media and the addiction to it is knowing, oh, I don't need this. Because we we all say, I could delete my Instagram tomorrow, but it's like... When, once you actually do, do it, it and the world doesn't stop and you're not as bored as you think you're going to be and you find other ways to fill your time, it's kind of cool because you know, okay, so if I want to delete this tomorrow and take a month off, I can. Yeah. So even do a trial run. Do a three-day trial run. Do it for the weekend or something. Or hell, do it during the week when you have school or work and you're not going to be on your phone as much as you would be anyway. Yeah, And just kind of get used to that, um, that feeling because it's kind of awesome. And then again, I'm going to re-recommend that book, How to Break Up With Your Phone. Lots of helpful information there. It's not long at all. It's a super easy read. It's very aesthetic looking. Um, I wish I could remember the name of 
the person who wrote it, but I can't. It's pretty key title. Um, yeah, just type it in. I got it at Barnes & Noble. It's worth reading, definitely. Even if you're considering taking a break from social media and all that jazz, I highly recommend reading that book because it'll it'll be a big selling point for you, um, and it'll teach you how to sort of gain back your power over totally. that relationship, which I think is important. And again, remember to always evaluate your mental health and what you're looking at on social media. If someone's content is making you feel bad consistently, unfollow them. Yeah. It's not personal. Um, if someone is posting things that, you know, anything that you don't want to see. Mute them. Mute them. Yeah. It's so that's the beauty of the era that we live in. Mm-hmm. You can mute tweets. You can mute Instagram stories. You can mute Instagram posts. Like I've muted Instagram stories of people I like. I just, just have their stories irritate me about checking men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I mean, practice that. Yeah, I have all. I mean, I'll say this straight up. I have all my ex's social media shit muted, because I don't want to unfollow him. Because I like him and respect him generally, but I don't need to know what he's doing on like a Friday. Fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. I. But again, I have other people that I talk to and do want to know what they're doing muted, just because their stories bother me because they're <laughs> posting too much. I'll be blunt as hell about it. Like, yeah. I read something on Twitter, ironically enough, that was like muting I think it was Chrissy Teigen weirdly enough who tweeted I can't remember exactly what it was but she was like the revelation that I can mute like the Instagram stories or tweets of people I like mm-hmm. in real life yeah whose social media presence I don't like is life-changing yeah. for me because you know those people whose Twitter or Instagram stories or whatever pisses you Just off but you like them as a person yeah mute that shit mm-hmm. oh my god for the sake of the relationship do it <laughs> It, is, it feels great, honestly. I've never regretted muting somebody. You can always undo it. So anyways, yeah, yeah exactly. that was a long little ramble on that. Um, but yeah, always evaluate how things are affecting your mental health. If going on Instagram and looking at videos of puppies brings you joy, freaking do it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. If going on Instagram and looking at like influencers makes you feel bad about yourself, don't do it, bitch. Yeah. Bitch being male or female. If you're being cyberbullied, turn off the computer. <laughs> yeah, if you're being cyberbullied, I'm a very sorry because it's <laughs> fucked up. No, I Hopefully am. Hopefully, if you're in your twenties, you're not being cyberbullied. I mean, be. people get cyberbullied though, so I'm sorry if that's happening to you. And know that it shouldn't be. And fuck that person because they're not using social media for the purpose it should be used for, which is which should be spreading joy. And that's my soapbox. I'm getting off of it now. Um, good things that people we want to shout out. Good things that happen this week. People we want to shout out. Um, oh. I would love to shout out Anna Turkisher. She had a birthday, a which birthday. is cool. Happy birthday, um, and Anna like Turk. a backyard concert, and it was just like one of the little joys. I really wanted to post about it on Instagram, but I couldn't. That sounds really fun. It, yeah, it was really cute. Made me want to have one. But, um, <laughs> like, people sang, and I caught up with people I hadn't seen in a while, and drank a little, and ate a little, and it was just, like, cute and wholesome. And so shout out to her really for cute. having a birthday and a good voice. <laughs> what a combo. Um, I'm just going to have to go ahead and shout out Frida, because I spent the majority of my weekend with her, unsurprisingly. Um, and I also want to shout out my dad because he got contacts today and he's very excited about it. He's turning 60 in May and he's never had contacts and he's like, look, I'm going to take years off my face by not wearing glasses every day. And I was like, go off, dad. Now is your time to shine. And honestly, they look great. Um, He sent us a selfie, which I thought was really funny. And who else do I want to shout out? I would like to shout out. um, I just want to shout out Timothy Chalamet for existing. I really do. 
He's a good um, one. And Saoirse Ronan, on that note, is just so cute. And the whole cast of Little Women got hated on for their outfits at the Oscars, and I just didn't agree. Timothy just... He just deserves less hate. That's all I'm going to say, and I love Saoirse Ronan. And Florence. And Laura Dern. Laura Dern. I love Laura Dern. I love her. I don't talk about it enough, but I love Laura Dern. If you don't know who that is, freaking look her up and watch Big Little Lies. I keep saying freaking because I'm trying not to say the F word as much, even That's though fair. I've definitely said it in this podcast. Um, I love her. She's and also, at was it at the Spirit Awards? They did that whole, that the Aubrey Plaza LA hosted. Gay Man's Choir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just all about Laura Dern. God. I love, love it. her. The Spirit Awards? seem like the best of all the award shows like the most fun mm-hmm. i know you can't really comment on that because <laughs> of your job but i don't mean best like you know best is a relative word it just seemed like they had the most fun at the spirit mm-hmm. awards let me say that adam sandler gave a rowdy little speech shout out to him too i'm just gonna shout out everyone i'm gonna add another 10 minutes to this podcast to me just shouting out people i don't actually know in real life okay i'm cutting it off bye bye Wait, follow us on Instagram at what your 20s oh. are for, and I'm Melanie D'Andrea and Megan's Miagin. Okay, goodbye.